You're listening to the Retirement Solution Podcast with John Hicks. Helping you solve the retirement puzzle. Welcome to the Retirement Solution with John Hicks. Here with John Hicks, I'm Jennifer Perry. We'd love to hear from you here on the Retirement Solution Podcast. You can always drop us an email with any questions for John at retirementsolutionradio.com. It was interesting to see what happened with oil prices this week. I mean, they went negative, right? Yeah, yeah. So how interesting is that? You know, and a lot of things that uh, that most people in economics thought could never happen, we started to see some of these things happen. Guys, oil was negative, like like negative. So like, does that mean when I fill up, they pay me instead? <laughs> yeah, well, I think it was, I mean, uh, at one point, it was down $36 a barrel. So negative wow. 36 bucks. So basically, uh, if you went up to, I guess, uh, uh, the Saudi Arabian government or wh- whoever is hawking all these barrels of oil, uh, they would give you 36 bucks and fill up the back of your truck with a <laughs> barrel of crude oil. How crazy is that? Wow. I mean, it's cheaper than the dollar menu at McDonald's. I mean, that's just, just mind numbing to me. Uh, and we thought, of course, this couldn't happen. And, and here we are uh, living in a world where a lot of the things that we thought couldn't happen are happening. And guys, I, I think this is probably one of the biggest issues here. So what this is, this is a sign not only of oil going down, it hasn't come down too much at the pumps yet. But one, I think one of the things that we're going to see here is that means that's not a very good sign of getting through this recession very quickly. Hmm. Now, guys, of course, this is not like the only sign that we should look at. This is not like the soothsayer saying, hey, oil prices are, are really, really cheap. Uh, so, so the economy's not coming back. But it is interesting, though, because oil does typically lead a lot of recoveries when you look historically. So I think that, I guess, the vision that the administration wants to give this very quick V-shaped recovery, of course, where it went down pretty fast, and and they're saying, well, it'll come up very fast, too. Uh, Maybe that's not so much in the cards right now. Now, I would love for that to happen, but we may see, Jennifer, a lot of other different types of of letters used instead of a V. Well, you mentioned hockey Uh, stick recovery last week, so can you first explain that one? What does that look like? Sure. Yeah. If you think of kind of a hockey stick, you know, there was kind of a, if you're looking at the, uh, the, I guess the part where you hit the puck with, Mm -hmm. you know, there's that basically that down part. And then of course there's a very long prolonged stick attached to it. So that's kind of the idea. We went down pretty fast. And so there's like the, the puck hitting part, but then that stick is pretty long to get back to where we were. So that's Mm -hmm. probably realistic. One of the, probably the worst looking signals would be the W shape where we went down. We've kind of come back up a little bit, but then we go even further down than we did the first time uh, before it comes back. Now, I really hope that does not happen because I think it's going to scare a lot of people and I'm afraid they're going to do the wrong things, which is kind of why we say and we've said for a long time, make sure you know your risk levels, guys. Make sure you know if you don't have a maximum drawdown, I just got one simple question. Why not? (laughs) Especially if you've been listening to John for all these years. (laughs) Why not? It's kind of like, well, you know, if you're like, well, you know, I figure I can only go down so much. Well, that's kind of like saying, well, oil surely can't go to negative dollars a barrel, but it did. And not just like negative two bucks, like down 36, 37 bucks uh, negative, which is kind of crazy when you think about that. So the idea is if we want to control those emotions, we have to control those biggest fears. And if losing money is a fear you have, why wouldn't we want to control that as much as possible? possible because, and and I've said this the last couple of weeks now, I hope the economy comes back quickly. It just doesn't look like it's going to be that way now, Jennifer. There's no such thing as a dumb question. Well, maybe. 
Either way, drop us yours at retirementsolutionradio.com. Now, I know a big question that uh, you're getting a lot right now, John, is whether this economic downturn might be a good time to consider a Roth conversion. We've talked about Ooh. this over the last few weeks. And financial yeah. planner Jeff Levine tells Morningstar, this is especially true if you're a small business owner, too. When you're looking at deciding how much to convert or when to convert, et cetera, the heart of good tax planning is pay tax when your rate is the lowest. And unfortunately, that is a lot simpler said than done. Income can fluctuate, deductions can fluctuate. If you're a business owner and you're going through this situation, your income may be dramatically different than other years. Uh, Similarly, we talk about tax rates and some people say, well, what if Congress changes the rates? That's another possibility too. So when you say pay tax at your lowest rate, there's a lot that goes in there. Yeah, a lot does go into that decision, John, but uh, who might want to think about doing some of those Roth conversions right now? Everyone. Okay. Um, You know, and we've been saying this for a while. Uh, Even people that make too much money, they think that they can't put money in a Roth. Ha, 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 ha. Oh, yes, you can. Ah. Um, It's called a backdoor Roth conversion where you put money into a tax-deferred account, a regular traditional IRA, and then you immediately convert it to a Roth. Ooh. Mm. Yeah, so you're not going to be able to get the tax tax break, obviously, mm-hmm. from putting the money into the traditional IRA, but you can immediately get it to the Roth. And so here's the thing, guys, and I've been saying this for a long time. You know, the government and the Treasury are printing all this money. Great. Wonderful. I guess. I didn't get none of it, but it's good that they're doing all this. But guys, how are they going to pay for this stuff? How are they going to pay for this? So right now is probably the lowest tax rate that any of us are ever going to be in for the rest of our lives. Um, now, we already know that the current tax code as it's being utilized right now expires basically in five years in 2025 okay we go back to the old system which is higher than it is today okay so if if and I, I think that Jeff was exactly right on this when he said hey you know you, you typically want to do a conversion or consider it if you're in a lower tax bracket than you expect to be in the future okay and that's where a lot of people are going to find themselves uh, if someone has been furloughed or someone has been transitionally laid off or if you're in a commission sales occupation right, right I think yeah. a lot of people have not made the kind of money uh, that, that maybe they've made in other years no if you're killing it awesome I love that I love to hear all the success stories that some people are having right now. But I think a lot of us is that situation where it's kind of like, man, you know, I'm not going to have the kind of money I had last year, the year prior. Well, that may be a really good time to consider making the Roth conversion. Hmm. Okay. So here's kind of another idea that doesn't have as much to do with tax rates, Jennifer. Okay. So let's assume that you feel kind of like I do that three to five years from now, the market's probably going to be higher than it is right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of my thought. Yeah. Me too. Um, with all of the money that the treasury is putting out there and the Fed has made interest rates so low, I know we're going to have some turbulence here for a while, but I, I feel pretty strongly that three to five years from now, the market's probably going to be a good bit higher. I right. don't know that, but that's kind of my thought. Yeah, so feeling. if that be the case, is now a really good time to consider taking some of your riskier assets and converting those into the Roth so that when the market does come back, of course, riskier assets typically have more of a growth opportunity. You're going to get all of that future growth and you're never going to pay taxes again on it. Mm-hmm. See, that's a really good idea for a lot of folks that maybe you're in the 12 or the 22% tax bracket. Maybe you're never going to be in a lower one than you're currently in. Okay. But that does not mean that you shouldn't consider doing some really smart things, but really just by repositioning some of those risk-based assets. Because of course, if the market does come back 20, 30, 40, 50%, and you've already satisfied that tax bill, guess what guys? You got 30, 40, 50% and you will never have to pay taxes 
on that asset potentially again. Nice. Now, I say potentially because who knows what these <laughs> yahoos in the Congress are going to do down the road. Right, yeah. But I do find it would be very difficult for them to have allowed us to do this and then they're going to tax it down the road. Right. I think it's a much better opportunity that they would just disallow us from putting money in a Roth in the future. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but realistically, those are two really good times. Either if you know that you're in a lower tax bracket than historically you're going to be in. Or number two, if it's way to reposition your risk-based assets. These are two ways that no matter how long this downturn lasts, we can at least be positioned to win faster or better when things are finally going the right direction. Have questions for John? Drop us an email at retirementsolutionradio.com. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if John Hicks is licensed in your state, please call 502-690-5635. J. Hagen Capital Inc. is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through John Hicks, Kentucky Insurance License Number 998827.